Hey there, this is Gregory Williams, and I'm the senior pastor of Transform Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope the following presentation really inspires you to deepen your faith walk and encourages you along your journey. Enjoy the message. All right, church, thank you for being with us this morning. And if you're here for the first time, I want to welcome you. Thank you for being a Transform. We love and appreciate every single one of you here. And we take great pleasure in letting you know that this is a place where you can be at home. Amen. Amen? Amen. And so, welcome. It's good to have you with us. Now, if you were with us a few weeks ago, I, I shared a message on starting in the starting blocks, you know, and this is kind of an informal part two to it. It's not really official part two, but, you know, and there's a lot of stuff I want to say this morning, but hopefully we can just fit it in the time that we have. But today I want to give you some practical tips how to succeed in this year, right? Right. Um, The amazing thing about scripture and the amazing thing about God is that the scriptures is not just spiritual, Because if it was just spiritual, it would have no impact on our practical life. And therefore, there would be no way for us to have transformation if it's just a spiritual transaction. And therefore, we have the spiritual component, but we also have the practical translation of Scripture that enables us to live successfully in this world. So every word that comes from the Scripture must not only give us spiritual insight, but also give us practical application of how to work that out in our life. And so today, I want to kind of leave you with some principles and look at that with that lens through what the scriptures actually say. So you ready for that this morning? Yes. You sure? Yes. All right. All right. So let's begin. So today's message is entitled, Decisions, Decisions, Decisions. Right? We all want to make better decisions, right? Right? Why? Why do we want to make better decisions? Because... It impacts our life significantly. And if we make good decisions, we have a better life with fewer regrets. Who wants to have fewer regrets in their life? Good decisions help us live a more fruitful life that will benefit not just us, but every single one around us as well. Have you ever made a decision in your life? that you made, maybe in haste, you know, something came up and you really decided it on the spur of the moment, or maybe you were under pressure, and therefore you made a decision, and you thought, well, I'm just going to make this decision because I just want to get this out of the way, and it's not such a big deal at the moment, and then you realize later that that decision had huge ramifications, and you thought, maybe I should have given it a little bit more attention when I made that decision. You didn't realize how it was going to impact your life, and the major repercussions it did have. Let me tell you of one decision that I regret, right? When I first started driving, I just got my license, and I'm like, I'm going to go out and buy a car. You know, I'd saved up some money, and I went out with my dad, and, you know, I was young, and I was dumb, and I went out and decided to buy a car. And so my father said, you know what? The best thing to do is for you to buy an automatic. But I'm like, no, I don't want to buy an automatic because I want to drive a stick shift, you know? And anyone who is, you know, smart knows that stick shifts are the way to go. Remember, I said I was dumb, right? So I'm like, I'm getting a stick shift. And he said, look, 
you're driving to work every day on one of the busiest highways in North America. It has six lanes going one way and six lanes the other way, right? And in winter, it's hell. So he's like, it's best if you're driving on this busy highway, if you get an automatic, you're a brand new driver, and you know it'll be good. You're like, no, no, I want to get a stick shift. So sure enough, that's exactly what I did. I bought a stick shift, and there I was driving to work in my new second-hand car. I was a big smile on my face, really excited. And so on the first week, I used to work the late shift at a, you know, a retail store. I told you about this many times before. And so by the time I finished work, it's about 11 o'clock at night, and you drive home. And so by the time I got on the highway, it was about 11.15, driving home. And so on the way home, they had some construction, as they usually do on highways. Highways at night, and you know that six-lane highway came into one lane. And so as I was coming up to this, a car just sped by me and clipped me on the front and sent me into a little bit of a spin. And so, you know, I'm trying to gear down, and in my panic to gear down, I pressed the accelerator instead of the brake, and I jumped the curb, and there were people working there. I narrowly missed them, and I slammed into this concrete wall. Injured my shoulder, took some flesh out of my knee, and was really dazed and confused for a little while. And so this was less than a week after I got my brand new car. And I couldn't help but think later, maybe I should have listened to my father. Maybe if I made a better decision, not based on what I wanted on the moment, but what was good for me, I wouldn't have ended up in the same situation. So the next car I got was an automatic. (laughs) A week later. (laughs) So here's an important aspect. The truth is, the truth of the matter is that every decision we make often impacts more than just us. It impacts people around us. Even if it's a very personal decision, it impacts people around us and it can have a profound effect and shape the course of someone else's life. Not just our life, but someone else as well. And if you're unsure of that statement, if you're unsure if that's actually true, I want you to pause and think back for just a second and go back to your parents' life or your grandparents' life. Did you know that some small decision they made resulted in your existence? Or some small decision they did not or could not make might have not ended in your existence. Maybe one day when your grandfather decided to take out your grandmother on a date, Maybe they decided, hey, I don't like this girl, I like that girl. (laughs) And that small decision in that moment, and hey, they weren't thinking about you, were they? You weren't even on their mind, you didn't even exist at the time, so there was no thought about you. But you would not have existed if they made one small decision one evening and decided to go out with someone else. That decision impacted your life. It wasn't a major decision, right? It wasn't something small like, hey, I'm going to go out on a date with this girl instead of that girl. Maybe, you know, there was a father in your life that decided that they're going to turn to alcohol and focus on alcohol rather than focus on their children, and that impacted how you grew up. Maybe there's someone in your life, you know, your parents divorced, and your kids, or you grew up without a parent and a mother and a father in your life, and that changed the trajectory of your life. You didn't have any say in that decision, but it impacted your life. It changed how you 
lived. And so as parents, we don't realize how much impact we have on people's lives. And this is not just a negative thing. It could be a positive thing. Maybe if your parents didn't sacrifice as much and provide you with stuff, you'd be in a different situation in your life right now. Maybe you wouldn't have all the benefits that you would have gotten if your parents didn't sacrifice something too for you. Maybe that, that computer they bought you, or that car they bought you, or that toy that you wanted that they bought you. If you didn't have that, maybe you'd have something else that you wouldn't have a good memory in your life. And as parents, as I said, we have so much impact on our life. You know, you decide as parents where your kids go to school. And by definition, you define what friends they're going to find because you've sent them to a certain area. And they haven't made any decisions in that, but you've had an impact on their life. Your decision has impacted their life. Did you know that, you know, some of the food that we like is because our parents actually liked that food and they made that food to please themselves. And as kids, we just had to eat it. And so therefore, when we grew up, you know, other people make that food too, but it doesn't taste the same as your mom's cooking because you grew up liking it made this way. And so small decisions impact other people's life. You see, every decision impacts not just us, but people around us. And even those that have not been born yet. So, with that in mind, imagine if you had the ability to make better decisions. How much more beneficial would it be to your life and the people around you? How great would that be, right? And here's an important fact. We never know what or who hangs in the balance with the decisions we make. But here's what we do know. Private decisions always have public outcomes. No matter where you made that decision, no matter how personal it was for you, if you've decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to get fit and go to the gym, that impacts someone else around you. Even though it might be your personal decision, because you're going to have to leave your wife, or you're going to have to sacrifice time with your kids, or you have to leave work early, someone is going to be impacted by your personal decision. It never ever is where any decision you make is not going to have a consequence on someone else. It always does, even if it's just about you. So here's the big thought I want to leave with you. Your decisions will determine the quality and direction of your life. Your decisions will determine the quality and direction of your life. Think about it in this way. Your decision is like the steering wheel of your car. Wherever you want that car to go, you're going to have to steer in that direction. And so the decisions you make are going to steer your life in the way that you've made. So if you're going to drive down this path or this path, your decisions ultimately dictate where you're going to go. And so it's vitally important, not just for you, but the people in your life as well, that you make good decisions. Because guess what? As I said before, someone else is going to have to deal with the consequences of what you've made, your decision. So we all need to make better decisions. And you're probably thinking, that's great, but how do I make better decisions? Because if I knew what tomorrow holds, I'd obviously make better decisions. But I don't know what tomorrow holds, so how am I supposed to get this thing done? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) And to answer that question, we're going to look into the ancient Jewish scriptures 
and meet a man named Abram. If you know anything about Abram, God showed up in his life and changed his name to be Abraham. And Abraham means the father of nations. But before he was the father of nations, before he was Abraham, he was Abram and his wife was named Sarai. And so Abram and Sarai, they served the Lord. They wanted to go out and do things that pleased God. But there was one major tension aspect of their life. Do you know what it was? They had no kids. And so everyone around them had kids. And in that culture, in that time, if you didn't have kids, it meant that God had not blessed you. So Abraham loved the Lord. He wanted to serve the Lord. Abraham at the time, Abraham at the time. And he wanted to do what is right. And so he brought up that question when God showed up in his life one day. And he says, you know what? I'm going to ask God. And the amazing thing about Abraham, he became the father of faith, right? Not just for the Jewish people, but for all of us as Christ followers as well. He is lifted up in scripture, in the ancient scriptures, and in the New Testament as well, as a figurehead of faith. And so what's amazing about this is that as we look into our scriptures today, we see that Abram didn't make the best decision. He didn't always make great decisions, which is great because A... It gives us hope, right? (laughs) Because if he made bad decisions and God loved him, well, I guess the same applies to me as well. All right? And more than that, you have to understand that God still loved him, but did not remove the consequences of his bad decisions. His decisions ultimately led to consequences. So I want to look at that for you. Let's look into the scripture. And this is what it says in Genesis 15. So Abraham brings this up with God. He says, but Abraham said, sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate, Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, you have given me no children. So a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him and said this, pay close attention, this man will not be your heir, but a son who is of your own flesh and blood will be your heir. Everyone say own flesh and blood. And so God makes a covenant with Abram and he says, you know what, Abram, I'm going to change your name in a moment, but I'm going to promise you this, that you are going to have your own child. You're going to have an heir. And that would have been an exciting concept, a belief for these two people. Because at this time when God said that, Abraham Abraham was 90 years old and Sarah was 80 years old. Right? And so you're going to have a son, God says to Abraham. That's awesome. And you know, oftentimes like Abraham, when God speaks to us or tells us things and, and says a promise into our life or we read it in the scripture and it's there clearly for us to see, we often think, you know what? I think that God really means this, Right? We try to help God out. And this is how it goes. Well, maybe this is what God actually means. Oh, did did he really say I can't do this? I'm sure God didn't say that I can't do that. I think he actually means that I can do it. Oh, I'm not supposed to go there? Or I'm not supposed to do this? Really? Is that what God actually meant? I'm sure that's not what he means. That's how we rationalize it. When clearly it says something right there in front of us. But we decide we know better than God. That we're going to help him out. And Abram and Sarah 
did exactly that. They decided that they knew what God meant. And so we look in the scripture again. And so Sarah at, at 80 years old, Sarah at 80 years old goes, you know what? There's no possible way physically that I can have kids. I'm 80 years old. So maybe what God actually means is that Abram, I have, you know, a slave named Hagar. If you come along and you sleep with her and then she is a surrogate and then we take that child and raise it as ours, maybe that's what God actually means. So this is what they decide. Look at what it says. Now Sarai, Abraham's wife, had borne no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So she said to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Go, sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. Abram agreed to what Sarai said. So Abram had been living in Canaan 10 years. Sarai, his wife, took her, the Egyptian slave, Hagar, and gave her to her husband to be his wife. Now pause for a second and ask yourself this question. Was that a good decision? Do you think that they sat there and go, you know what? I wonder if this is actually what God means. So they go, you know, this is actually what God means. I think this is exactly what God means. This is how we're going to make a decision. And so they both agreed. Sarah came up with the idea and Abraham was like, yeah, actually, right. Let's do this thing. That's what they did. So did this make sense to them at the time? Absolutely. It made perfect sense because they had rationalized it and their eternal decision maker, their filter said, this is exactly what it means. And so many times in our life, we go places, we do things, we accept explanations and say, this is exactly what God means. We don't filter it through the lens of what God actually says, but we rationalize it into what we think he is saying. We don't pause and say, hold on God, let me think about this. Is this what you actually mean? We don't go back and consult him. We just come up with a solution ourselves. What made them think that this decision was okay? Well, we all know it was not, right? It caused a world of trouble that has repercussions to today. To this day, that decision is affecting the world. I'm going to show it to you in a moment. See, all of us as Jesus follows, we need to have a margin where we have to make decisions. And as Jesus follows, we have to realize that the decisions we make today have future consequences. All of it has a consequence. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be the next day. It might not even be in your lifetime but there will be consequences that someone else is going to have to pay. Maybe it's you. You see, wise people live knowing that your tomorrow is affected by your decision today. Right? Wise people understand that. This decision by Abram and Sarah had immediate negative consequences. They didn't have to wait. It didn't even take nine months for trouble to arrive. It had immediate negative consequences. It caused strife and tension in their marriage and in their household right away. This is what the scripture says. When she knew she was pregnant, speaking about Hagar, she became to despise her mistress. Then Sarai 
turned around and blamed Abram. Sarah said to Abram, you are responsible for the wrong I'm suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and now she knows she's pregnant. She despises me. May the Lord judge between you and me. Your slave is in your hands. Abraham just said, your problem. Do with her whatever you think is best. Then Sarai mistreated Hagar, so she fled from her. Immediately, Hagar despised Sarai. Sarai blamed Abraham. Abraham took no responsibility for his actions. Abraham told off Sarai. Sarai mistreated Hagar. And all of this tension started from this one decision both of them made together that had all of these consequences right away. Eventually, when the child was born, he was named Ishmael, and he grew up. Sarah at the time became very jealous, and she kicked out Hagar and Ishmael into the desert to die alone. God shows up and eventually saves Hagar and Ishmael. But Ishmael grew up, and then Isaac, who was a promised son, grew up. Did you know that the descendants of Isaac are all the Jewish people? And the descendants of Ishmael are all the Arab people? Millions and hundreds of people are dying, fighting each other, because of the decision that Abram and Sarah made. They're fighting to this day, killing each other, because they believe that they are the rightful son. One decision made by Abram and Sarai has consequences in our world today. In the Middle East, they're fighting to this day, killing each other because they believe that Abraham, first son, is the legitimate son, while the Jews say Isaac was the chosen son. And that's why they're fighting, because of these two kids. One decision made in judgment and in error, under pressure, led to eternal consequences. Don't you think that making decisions in your life are extremely important and how they're going to impact people around you? It might not even be in your lifetime, but other people are going to pay the consequences of your decision. And so it's so important that we understand that in the moment you make that decision, you might not feel the full weight of it, but regardless of that, it's still going to be an extremely important thing that's going to affect people around you, and especially people that you love and care about. I want you to live with few regrets. Is that your desire? I think all of us want to live with few regrets. And I want you to make good decisions. I want you to make sound decisions. See, we need to pause. We need to reflect. And I've said this to you so many times. We don't react. We respond. See, when we react or respond, we are making a decision. When we do it out of moment, out of anger, out of frustration, we're still making decisions. And so as Christ followers, we don't have to react because reaction is just an automatic thing. We need to respond. A respond is a thought process. A response is like, I'm going to think about how I'm going to actually work this out and realize the consequences of this decision. I'm not just going to react. You see, when I react, I often have to apologize later. 
because I did it in anger, I did it in frustration, I did it out of the moment. But when I respond, it's a measured thought that says, this is how the best thing I need to do. So understand that reaction, no matter how much under pressure you are, is going to have a consequence. And so we need to make good decisions. We need to respond. We wait on God. We respond. We think about it. We invite Him into this. Because here's the important perspective you need to have. Your decision determines the story of your life. Your decision determines the story of your life. And I would love for you to look at and memorize one verse today. This is my homework assignment for you. And this is my homework assignment for you for the rest of the year. One verse that's going to impact your life. And if you use this verse to filter every decision, no matter how big or how small, you're going to be on track. It's one verse from the book of Proverbs, but it will give you a world of help when it comes to decisions in your life. So I want you to learn it. I want you to memorize it. I want you to teach it to your kids and get them to memorize it. Because as they grow and if they use this verse as a filter to make a decision, it's going to help them in their life. Right? It'll move you down the right path. So this is what Solomon writes in Proverbs 27, 12. The prudent see danger and take refuge. Right? The prudent see danger and take refuge. Now that word prudent is not something we use in modern vernacular. It's not a word that we use all the time in our language. But this is what it means. Prudent means crafty, sensible, and wise. So are you crafty? Are you sensible? Are you wise? Do you know what crafty, sensible, and wise people do? They connect the dots, right? They realize that life is connected. Because they know that today's decisions determine tomorrow's consequences. And the next day's outcomes. They realize that life is connected. It's not, you know, silos of events. Every decision, every thought, every moment connects to something else. Today's decisions show up in tomorrow's relationships. Right? Today's decisions show up in tomorrow's relationships. That our today's reactions have a way of invading our future. Today's decisions have a way of invading our future. Future. So the prudent, when they see danger, they respond appropriately. They don't make decisions on what's in front of them. They decide what they want to be, and that determines their decision. It's not just in a moment. They realize that if I make this decision, it's going to have eternal consequences. So what do I want to become? I've said this to you numerous times before. So financially speaking, relationally speaking, academically speaking, physically speaking, spiritually speaking, they look at it as life connected. Where do you want to be? Where do I want to be in life? Make decisions not on what's in front of you now. Make decisions for your future as well. See, the prudent, that verse says, the prudent see danger and take refuge, right? They make plans to be safe. 
they are wise. But here's the contrast to that verse. But the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Right? Here's the contrast. The simples, they don't realize their decisions are affecting the future. The simple ones, they're easily influenced by what's around them in the here and now. They don't see the danger of what's ahead of them. They do it, or they, maybe they see it and they just ignore it anyway. Or they, they don't see how their decisions can destroy relationships, and they don't do anything about it. They make decisions thinking there will be no consequences. There will be no effect to what they do. They approach life like life is disconnected. That they don't have any consequences. They know better or they should know better, but they're not going to make a wise decision. They see danger coming and they rush headlong into it anyway. They don't take refuge. They don't pause. They don't reflect. They don't respond. And as a result, they pay the penalty. Another word, another word says, they suffer for it. They suffer for it. So, let me say this to you. Please commit this verse to memory and it will help you see danger when it's coming. Because you're prudent, you're wise, you're crafty. You're going to see if there's something coming up that's danger and you're going to seek refuge. You're going to protect yourself from bad decisions. Because you realize that life is connected and every decision is going to have a future consequence. Remember, again, life is connected. And as Jesus followers, when you make better decisions in your life, it's going to change everyone else's life around you for the better as well. Right? So let's be prudent, right? Let's be prudent. Let's make better decisions. And as always, I want to leave you with a couple of questions that I hope that you can take in this week and actually put into practice because that's how you grow, mature, and become a great Christ follower. As I always say, it's not just showing up on Sunday, it's taking stuff with you in the week. Because it's not an event you attend, it's a life you live. So question number one, I want you to think about this through the lens of that verse. Can you think of a decision that led to regret? The answer is probably yes, right? Can you think of a decision that led to regret, but could have avoided if you had knowledge of our verse today? Right? I want you to actually think about that during the week. If you had the knowledge of this verse, would you have made a better decision? All of us have regret by bad decisions we make. So again, I want to remind you, Transformers, don't just come to church. Bring your book, take notes, write it down. Because oftentimes we hear it and it goes out to the next year. And that's not going to change or transform your life. It's when you put it into practice. So number one, that's the number one question. Can you think of a decision that led to regret? And most of us, if you're being honest, the answer is yes. But could have been avoided if you had the knowledge of this verse today. And number two, read Proverbs 27.12 like we just did. Memorize it and ask yourself, Have you ever seen trouble coming but kept moving in that direction? I can ask that question and say, yes, I did. Sometimes I've seen trouble coming, but I've kept moving in that direction. So have you ever seen trouble coming but kept moving in that direction 
anyway. I want you to take that in your week. Let's stand. Who wants to make better decisions? Some of you? Yes? Does everyone want to make better decisions? Yes. I want you to understand that you can make good decisions if Jesus is in your life. He is able to help you. He is able through his word to inspire you. He is able through his sacrifice to make you significant. And if you haven't made that decision in your life to follow Jesus, it's one of the best and most significant decisions you can make that will truly transform your life. It's the best decision. There's no better decision in your world than to make Jesus the center of your life. That is the best decision you could ever make. And from that decision, that good decision, that important decision, every other great decision will flow from there. But it's the most important one. So if you haven't made that choice to follow Jesus, I want to encourage you today to do make that choice. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, no matter what you did in the past or how far you fell from God, He is here now. He loves you. He has a plan for you. And He has good things for you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, I know the thoughts I think about you. Thoughts to prosper you. Thoughts to give you peace, a great future, and an expected end. Because see, God has good plans for you. Do you have good plans for you? So wherever you are in your world today, if you've already been a follower of Jesus, I pray that you'll make great decisions. Because those decisions are going to impact everyone else around you. And either bring you a life that's fruitful and beneficial and you'll be a blessing to others, or it'll be the other way around, where you make bad decisions that other people don't want to be around you and have anything to do with you. Good decisions prosper us. And remember that verse again. I want you to read it one more time. Just put it up on the screen for me. The prudent see danger and take refuge. But the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Memorize it and use that verse as a filter in every decision in your life. And you will make better decisions and live a life that's more fruitful. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord God Almighty, Father, we thank you this morning. And Lord, we pray that all of us here, we decide to make better decisions through the lens of your word because it's going to empower us, it's going to strengthen us, and it's going to help us be more fruitful and beneficial to ourselves and to everyone else around us as well. We're going to have a life of success that's built upon the foundation of your immutable word that we are strengthened and we go from strength to strength and from glory to glory because we've built our life on the unshakable, immovable word of life that comes through you, Jesus. We thank you this morning. We honor you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Amen. Will you put your hands together and give him some praise? Hello again, and thank you so much for listening. I really hope that message has encouraged you. Would you please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review? This really helps others get exposed to this uplifting message. I would also love for you to share this message with a friend or someone you think would be really inspired and blessed by this. Sharing this on social media like Facebook really does help others also get this free content. I'm honored you chose to spend some of your valuable time with us. Have an amazing day.